The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win. And this was a learning experience. And that's why I call myself a generational talent, Carmelo Hayes, because, you know, I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss. I really will try me. Thank you for your time. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. What's going on, Miss Simi? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We are here to talk about the Great American Bash coming up this Sunday. On Peacock, so uh, don't forget that. Oh, shit, that's right. Don't forget that, folks. Not Saturday, but Sunday for NXT. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Go Home show for NXT, which was very interesting as well. So, yes, a show that made sense. <laughs> so, we're not going to uh, file up the beginning of the show with too many of the particulars. Just continue to use the hashtag NXTCast each and every Tuesday night to share commentary with color with us here on the NXT cast. So, a Great American Bash lineup like this on the pre-show. You're going to have Nathan Frazier, Dragon Lee, Valentina Faraz, and Ulyssa Leon versus the Meta 4. Woo! Let's go Meta 4. That's right. I love the uh, the outfits. The, yeah. the synergies. They're like... Mm-hmm. Exactly. People messing in their business too much. They got to show. Baron Corbin. He uh, he's going to take on Gable Stevenson in Stevenson's very first uh, match for NXT. So uh, as foreshadowing for the review, he he decided Mm -hmm. to leave his talents here in NXT and not pursue another gold medal. Yeah. In the Olympics. I guess. In a weapons wild match, Roxanne Perez taking on Blair Davenport. We'll have more on these two a little bit later. Mm-hmm. NXT Women's Championship submission match. The champion Tiffany Stratton defending against the upstart Thea Hale. Looking yes, forward. To very that. excited. Yes, very much so. NXT Tag Team Championship matchup Gallus. They're defending against Tony D and Stax. I know what you're you're, you're looking forward to in that one. Yes, please. Gallus boys no longer being on top. Be on the bottom for once. <laughs> That's my new hashtag, my new agenda. GBOB. <laughs> NXT North American Championship matchup. Dirty Dominic Mysterio defending against Wesley and Mustafa Ali. That's going to be a fun time. I'm really looking forward to that. And our main event of the evening. Carmelo Hayes taking on 
Ilya Dragunov. Woo, Lord Jesus. For the NXT Championship. That's going to be wild. Besides I'm predicting that, match of the night. Okay. Besides that main event, what other mm-hmm. match are you looking forward to the most? Um, honestly, all of them. I but to say, um, this card is really stacked. Yeah, literally all of them. But the triple threat for the NXT North American Championship and um, the submission match, those two, besides the main event, those two are the ones I'm really, really looking forward to. You got a... You got an interesting, unique hashtag we can use? Mm. We can always use NXT cast, but, you know, if we could do something show-specific for the event, that would be be fun, too. But if not, you know, we could always have the NXT cast overliable. It's universal. Yeah, I can't think of anything clever for Great American Bash. Yeah. Maybe Fireworks cast? Uh. But that would work only if it was for the July, but it's not. <laughs> but it's not. Um, yeah, I think we'll just probably use the hashtag NXT cast. I'll, if I can yeah. give anything between now and Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, I'll, I'll make sure I tweet it out, though, so everybody gets their... Uh, I'm glad this yeah. is on Sunday and not Saturday, because they got a lot of... Um, they got a lot of combat sports coming on this Saturday. They got a really big oh. UFC... Uh, fight, basically they're fighting for their version mm-hmm. of the FTW title this week. It's like, oh, okay. It's called the BMF title, but it's like a not uh-huh. recognized belt, but it is a belt. Uh, like Mafia Family? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also there's the biggest boxing match of the year taking place wow. uh, between Errol Spence and Bud Crawford, and I'm going to be hanging out with my buddy watching that on Saturday. So, oh. Yeah, so glad this is going to be on Sunday. A lot of fisticuffs happening. Yes, lots. Uh, NXT for this week, we start with Rhea and the new North American champion, Dirty Dom, opening the show with a recap of his win. When Wesley comes out, and of course, he wants a rematch. That's when Mustafa Ali comes out to say that he respects Wesley, but he doesn't respect Dominic that much. He says Ali wanted his chance to be the new North American champion, but Dominic stole it when this clown, and Wesley was like, clown? Ali was like, oh, bro, I didn't mean it like that. But Dominic says, uh, this is apparently a problem between them. So that makes Ali swing at Dominic, but he hits Wesley instead. Dominic's like, excuse me, champ coming through as the two guys brawl and him and Rhea casually leave the ring while they're beating each other up. This was a very fun segment. (laughs) First of all, wherever Dom goes, he's going to get booed out the building. And he doesn't give a shit about it. That was funny. Did you see his little put his, her head on his shoulder? That's why he don't give yes. it. <laughs> yes. That was my second thing. She put her his head on her shoulder and the smile that he gave. Hilarious. <laughs> so fun. Love Wesley coming out, be like, hold on, player. No. I need my rematch. Love Mustafa Ali just coming out with some shit. And then the whole clown. I'll say clown. Clown. Oh no! So this was fun. Now, do you see how this is like a good storyline? How this is a good thread to why a triple threat is going to be happening? Mm-hmm. Dominic stole the title from Wesley. Wesley is like, "Bitch, I know you didn't." Mustafa Ali was like, "Well, 
I was up next, so you're going to have to move aside. Wesley said, nope. Dominic walks away. It comes out. Bra. Conclusion. Triple threat. Makes sense. I get it. I understand. Let's go. This is all I need. I just need you to tell me things and so that I can follow where you're going. <laughs> Love this. This was great. This made me really happy. So I wonder if they are going to move Wesley to the main roster or if this is going to have him like get the title back or something. So that's going to be interesting to see. But I really enjoy this. I really love seeing Wesley come out and him getting cheers. That makes me also very happy. Tony so, D. Great opening segment. Tony D and Stax, they said they're ready to win the tag team titles. That's when Lucian French and Bronco Nima come in to say they want the belts too. So we get a match made for later in the evening. Bad. Lara Valkyrie. She challenged Lara. Ripley for a match later in the evening. She did this on Raw. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't see it. It was on the YouTube. Yeah. Val- oh, okay. Valkyria says that she's been here for, several, for seven months and needs to know where she stands. Mm-hmm. And she isn't going to stand in the shadows like Jason Jane because people will get it because she's going to make sure people get to see who she is. Jesse Jane, I know, is a home like, but how did I get in it? <laughs> Carmelo, Trick Mellow Gang, and Dragonoff, they get the win over the schism when Carmelo Hayes hit Joe Gacy with the nothing but net. This was good. This was a good match. I really enjoyed this. Young veterans were in there. You know it was good. Mm, yeah, I mean, clearly. Yo, Trick Williams is getting better and better and better in the ring. It's going to be trouble for people because he's getting better and better. And I said, yes, that's right. That's right. I have a lot more to say about him later in the show. Uh Shout out to Miss Jupiter Jula. Listen, I'm going to hold it down for you. I'm not going to let the slander happen. All right. Not this time. I also liked the story that they were telling in this match with um, Trick and Carmelo and um, Dragunov. Because, like, Melo and them, they still don't really trust Dragunov because they're like, you get in business a little too much. You're getting in business too much, so I don't trust you with this shit. And Dragunov's trying to be like, look, I didn't mean to get in business before, but I'm trying to help you. Bitch, let me help. And then for him, when he um, accidentally ran Trick down, I said, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah, we had a here we go. Had a miss yeah. And uh, Dragunov I, ended up sending Trick into the mm-hmm. steps. Yo, I said, yeesh. I thought it was going to lead to mad miscommunication and a loss for them. But it didn't. And a nice little twist. I was like, all right. Interesting. But I did enjoy this match. I thought they all had good chemistry together in the ring. And again, I like the story that they're telling. I saw a little bit, a little bit more of the like um, Grizzly Young Veterans and Joe Gacy, a little bit of their like looking at him like, mm, we still don't trust you. Mm. Mm. Just like, just like a tinge. So, you know, they're telling different storylines like together, apart. You know, uh, freaking schism is going to have beef with everybody. They say, are you a person in NXT? Great. I'm going to have beef with you. <laughs> just cause so interesting I like this match I like the story that they're telling with this 
we get a video on Tiffany Stratton. She knows she's awesome, and she ain't sweating no submission match with Thea Hale. I really liked the video package. It was really good. I liked the, um, like, it was just a very smooth, crisp package. It told, like, the, um, the story of Thea and Tiffany just nice and above. Like, here you go. This is why they're fighting. There you go. So, like, Tiffany talk her shit. And again, she looks so good. I said, yes. Let's go hair. Come on, makeup. Every time I see somebody with just really good makeup, I'm like, oh, I'm jealous. Because if I try to look like a clown, <laughs> the makeup girlies, I respect you so much because I, I can't do what you do. I can't do what you do. I don't know what these things do. Am I scary? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm saying this next sentence in protest. Oh, God. Von Wagner got a win over Rick by the hobby. <sighs> the anger that I had. The anger that I had. I saw my big body hobby. I said, there's big body hobby. And then Bob Wagner's ass came swaggering out and I said, motherfuck. I was pissed. Pissed. Number one, my hobby wasn't smiling like I'm used to my hobby smiling. He looked all angry and sad and emo. And I said, Mm-mm, I don't like this. Who is this man? And then he lost and I was pissed. God damn it, Von Wagner, you ruined everything. You ruin everything. Everything you touch turns to dirt. Pissed. Von Wagner then puts him through the announcer's table. And then he got blindsided by Braun Breaker. Thank you. Thank you, Braun. Braun beats him down with a chair for a bonus. Exactly. I like Braun just coming down and just beating people's ass. It's fun for me. And especially if you're doing it to Von Wagner, that's even more fun for me. Yes. <laughs> Great. I'm going to be honest. I When stupid-ass Von Wagner put Javi through the table and then, like, Booker fell out of his chair. Oh. Oh, my God. He went, whoa! And then he fell. Oh, my God. The way I lost it. I lost it. I did. I lost it. It was so funny. Oh, it was so funny. Damn it. I can't believe I'm saying this. Booker has been a really funny addition to the NXT announcer's table. <laughs> like, in the last, like, couple of weeks, he, I said, oh, my God, this is hilarious. Vic Mensa just moved out of the way. This man went, whoa, and fell out of his chair. Well, <laughs> the way I cackled. The way I cackled, I did. I did. Thank you, Braun Breaker, for coming in and saving us. And saving... Big body Javi, only a little bit though, right. just slightly. Right, but if you could have got there uh, like thirty seconds sooner, but honestly, you could have gotten there sooner because Javi was already suffering. You could have given him a chance to roll out, but you're evil now, so you don't care about other people's feelings. But still, I'm just saying. Chick Williams, he goes after Dragonoff in the back, but Dragonoff threatening to break him. Carmelo Hayes says he has this, but Trick Williams wants dragging off tonight. He says he's going to call him out. And Carmelo's not looking too thrilled about this uh, revelation. I'm also not too thrilled. I don't like that. Are they sowing seeds of disbandment? I don't like that. I don't like that. But what I do like, Trick Mellow's Mellow, Trick, Trick Williams, I like him angry. I like the aggression. I said yes. I like it. But I don't like the way they're kind of so in discord. I mean, no, no, no. You have to join the Hurt Business together. <laughs> no breaking up. 
Gable Stevens is here for his uh, Stevenson is here for his big uh, decision. Stevenson lists off some of his accomplishments in the Olympics and says he has options in front of him. He's ready to announce his decision, but Baron Corbin cuts him off. Corbin talks about how Stevenson should just go back to college because this place is full of sharks. Stevenson needs to leave before he gets hurt, which he says makes his decision for him. The challenge is set for Great American Bash, and Corbin gets suplexed a few times. So Stevenson is here to stay in NXT. Mm. He sounds AI-generated. Like, he sounded like a robot. He's just probably memorized what he had to say a hundred times and then got out there in front of the mm-hmm. people and just tried to make sure he didn't mess it up. I didn't like it. If you were anybody else, I'd give you grace, but you're used of no. <laughs> you sound like an AI-generated person, and we don't fuck with that. Dana Brooke. What? Say what? Yes. Let, me, let me repeat that. Dana uh-huh. Brooke. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. For the people out of internet land who don't be like, why are you hating? Mm-hmm. Pick up a win over Cora Jade when she hit a swanton on a chair and got the pin. Kalani Jordan with a little distraction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Helped out some. But yeah, Dana Brooke beat Cora Jade. Say huh, say what? Say huh, say what? I said huh? Not over my hating ass Cora Jade. No. Although I did like Dana's um gear. Mm-hmm. I said I like I like Dominatrix Playboy Bunny. I enjoy it. I like it. So I don't know why Dana is so divisive. She's very divisive. People either really love her or they like hate her. And it's I don't like they hate her. I, I hate they hate the people who ride for her. Yeah, it's like if you love Dana Brooke, then what the fuck is wrong? I'm like, well, what did it do to you? Yeah, right. <laughs> she just be out here showing her muscles and smiling. Why are you mad at Dana Brooke? I mean, she's been through a lot as far as like yeah. personal life and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I don't, you know, her personal choices for her, you know, appearance, the things that she's gone through that way too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I don't really have a problem with Dana Brooke, but I'm also not out here like on the thing of where like, hey, if you got a problem with Dana Brooke, it's nothing wrong with her. It's nothing wrong with you. I, I'm not on. Right. I'm not in that camp either. No, she's just kind of there. She's right. cool. I'm like, all right, there's Dana Brooke. Oh, she's there's for skinning things. Oh, that's nice. But, like, I'm not, like, a big Dana fan, and I'm also not, like, if you're, like, Dana Brooke, you are missing a part of your brain. I don't, you guys, you're very angry, and I don't understand either side. Yeah. I need everybody to just calm down. (laughs) Please relax. But this was a cool match. I understand that there's a lot of women that the fans feel like haven't gotten a fair shake or mm-hmm. want to oh, absolutely. have a bigger opportunity and mm-hmm. it seems like Dana Brooke is kind of that person Yeah, it was Liv and then they finally yeah. came around for us and gave us you know mm-hmm. what we wanted with Liv and she got the belt and so that kind of mm-hmm. quieted down a little bit but uh, they haven't done anything nearly that dramatic for Dana Brooke and so the, mm-hmm. The groundswell hasn't quieted down. It's only gotten louder, it seems. Right. And um, so I think that's where people are with her. Yeah, so it's just like, all right. 
I mean, I thought they they might have started doing a little bit when she got the twenty four seven i ninety five championship, but like I and I love that she carried that around like this is a legit like doll. I'm a champion. That made me happy, so I was happy for that. But like, yeah, so she's won like um, a Tamina. People like that. People are like they ha- they haven't given them like a fair chance, which I get that. They haven't really like for a while. She was like Charlotte's sidekick, and then she was like other people's sidekick. So they never really gave her that big of a chance to shine, or they didn't see that potential in her. So I get like the like clamoring for her to like have more. And I get it, but like it's just she's very divisive. And I'm like, guys, okay, relax. She's not like even Marie. I mean, like, come on. Whoa now. Like, what? Huh? Yep. Whoa now. Uh huh. Want to say it louder? Man, you better be <laughs> on this thing. Keep talking about the good name of Eva Marie. Mm-hmm. I'll pull out a big ass piece of chalk and I will draw the line. I'll draw it. <laughs> I'll do it. Watch me do it with glee. <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes, he warns Dragonoff about Trick Williams wanting to call him out. And Dragonoff is like, man, I'm fine with that. And it won't be for a match. He says he's going to break Trick Williams, and then he's going to break Carmelo Hayes at the Great American Bash. Uh, Carmelo, you're not going to out man. out this out no fight. I know. It's like, do you not know who you're talking to? <laughs> do you not know who you're talking to? This little man has zero fucks in his little body. He does not care. He doesn't care. He will fight anybody. He'll fight a bear. Fight is his buzzword. <laughs> like, that's as soon as you say fight, it's activated in his brain, and he's like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> his, he, he turns, All right. his power source comes on when he hears the word fight. Exactly. Like, that mystical line that says, if it's me against the bear, help the bear, that's Dragunov. <laughs> that is his mentality. Alright? Cocaine bear has nothing on it. He will fight anything. He will fight a tree. He will fight Godzilla, if Godzilla is right. Don't tell him somebody wants to fight you think that's going to make him back down. He'll be like, oh, somebody wants to fight me? Give me seven more of them. He and Wesley, both of those two, you can't put them together because they will fight anybody. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> Drew Gulak, Charlie Dempsey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Training with Miles Bourne. He don't impress them. Damien mm-hmm. comes in. He's like, yo, what's up? Can we get this thing going? And they're like, yeah. So it looks like we got a new little like shooter faction shaping up here. That's going to be fun. Dempsey Gulak. I'm interested in that. Damon Kemp. Ooh, very exciting. All these hating ass personalities in one group. Very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. I can't wait. That's uh, going to be fun. Tony D and Stax, they get the win over Bronco and Lucen with the bada bing. Mm-hmm. Now. Mm hmm. This is what I don't like, right? Uh-huh. We yeah. had like six weeks of Bronco illusion with these vignettes and hey, we come uh-huh. in, we come in to, you know, turn NXT up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got an mm-hmm. look and everything. Mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. invested in them a little bit in the backgrounds. Then they came, they uh-huh. had one match, they won it. Mm-hmm. With a little yeah. help from uh, scripts. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now, all of a sudden, this week, they're like, oh, man, we want to face the number one contenders for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? And then I don't know. Because that's like, okay, if you're trying to build them up, uh, mm-hmm. 
Like, Tony D and Stats could have just beat anybody. I mean, I hate to say this. They could have beat the Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maul. Yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, they're jobbers at their point, yes. Yeah, but... They're jobbers at their point. And you can save this up-and-coming tag team for, you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, let them get some wins and build them up because Stax and Tony D going to need somebody to wrestle eventually. But let them mm-hmm. get in get these guys kind of headed towards that way instead of yep. like, oh, well, you had one week, you were semi-impressive, but you really didn't win on your own. You had a little help because, you know, mm-hmm. the guy's partner turned on. Then this week, mm-hmm. you just see you get your ass beat by Stats and Tony D. Like, uh, I'm not here for that booking. Yeah. Like, this is the one time I'm going to say, where are the Air Punch Boys? Air Punch Boys, <laughs> right. where are they? Right. They could have got their ass beat by Tony and, and them. Yeah. That could have happened. Yeah. A little confrontation, little group between Stax and um and Lucian and Lucian and Bronco. Bronco. Oh, okay. Lucian and Bronco. Bronco. Mm-hmm. You could have done it could have just interfered at the end of the match or something and been like, You was talking shit, time to fight or something like that if you wanted to have like an interaction. Right. But like yeah, just having them get beat like that is no bueno. Right. Um, Scripps was on commentary, and uh, he got attacked by Axiom during the match. So, eventually, that's going to be a, a one-on-one affair. Good thing. Well, I understand Axiom. He attacked you last time, but you shouldn't have said you weren't friends. <laughs> that's what happens. Dijak says he's ready to hurt Eddie Thorpe. Another hating ass. He should join the hating ass society of Damon Kemp, Andrew <laughs> Kulak, <laughs> Charlie Dempsey, <laughs> and put a lady. Uh, we get some cell phone footage of Roxanne Perez Ooh. attacking mm-hmm. Claire Davenport in like a Bucky's or something. I don't know where they were. <laughs> but anyway, Perez. Perez beats her up, threatens her for the fight at the Great American Bash, and she leaves before the cops go. Love it. That's right. Exactly. Smart. I'm going to beat your ass, and then before the cops come and arrest me because I'm Latina, I'm going to get out of there. Yes. Smart. Now, Good. I was waiting for her to get some get back on, on Blair Davenport. She got it. I like it. And it's a reminiscent of... Um, Booker and um, Steve Austin in that supermarket? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Parallels. See, I know some things about old-time wrestling. (laughs) Not all of them, but I know some things. (laughs) Now, as R. Anderson famously once said, I hate Uh to blow my own horn, but Uh toot, toot. Exactly. Toot it. I I told you (laughs) that they would have to have Roxanne get some type of get back. Mm-hmm. On Davenport before the match, and it would probably be some type of like sneak attack or something where she wasn't expecting it, the very least, because it didn't happen on that interview that we thought it was going to happen. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I was like, but they can't go into this match without Roxanne Perez at least showing Blair Davenport that she can get to her level, right? Exactly. That's yes. Exactly what this was. Loved it. Loved it. 
she took um Booker's like advice to her, like you can't just be letting people punk you. That's right, Rock Fox. Good dude. Say it again. I said yes. Oh, okay. Her little um that she was wearing, I said yes, Rock Fox. <laughs> Loved it. She looked great. And beat ass do it, and I said that's right. Love to see it. Love. Great times. Great times. Makes me even more excited for their match. It's time for this week's edition of the Supernova Sessions with the Metaphor. The <laughs> guest this week is the real Heritage Cup champion, Noam Dar. So they recap <laughs> Noam losing the cup. But somehow, some way, they have the Heritage Cup here. They present Yay! it to Noam Dar. He wakes up from his stupor, flips out of his wheelchair. He stands up on the couch, and he's back. Well, that's when Nathan Frazier, with the real Heritage Cup, and Dragon Lee come out to say that Dara's a fraud. Then Lu- Luisa Leon and Valentina Faraz sneak up behind um, Lash and Shakar, take them out, allowing Frazier and Dragon Lee to clear the ring of Oro Menza and Noam Dar, and that's going to lead to our eight-person mixed tag team match at Great American Bash. I loved this. <laughs> I loved this. Lash Legend, like Nathan Frazier impression, perfection. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. The fact that they they got out and found a random cup to give him and then he was miraculously healed. I loved it. Hilarious to me. Nathan Frazier, you could have let him have that. Why did you come out here and say, no, this is a real cup. Let him have this. He's been catatonic for like two weeks. <laughs> but lo- I did love Nathan Frazier being like, you, I have, what do you, what do you mean? What's, what's this? So loved this. Loved it. Hilarious. Fun times. Great. Like, You're breaking up. Keep going. So you are wearing some. It might be your headphone issues. Oh, um, my headphones died, so now it's just yeah, raw sound. All right, right. that's what I'm I'm picking up. Duke Hudson and Andre Chase, they narrate a Thea Hill training montage. Thea says she doesn't need a miracle because all she needs is a chance. Yes. Also great montage. Love this as well. And Duke Hudson of it. <laughs> I still don't trust you. I still think you got a little bit of snake in your Duke Hudson, so I don't trust you all the way. I'm squinting my eyes at you real hard. And then they had the nerve. They had the nerve to show Bodie. And I was like, I want Bodie back. They showed him in the little montage, hugging and being happy. And I said, Bodie. This my little. Yeah, it well, is. It is. Yeah. It does suck that Chase U's taken off the way it has, and he's not a part of it since he was so much, so integral in the beginning of Chase U and then getting over. Mm-hmm. Umberto Carrillo and Angel. I hate that for him. Oh yeah, yeah, it's bad. Angel Umberto and Angel they yelled at each other, and it looks like we get the official breakup. So. No, I don't like that. Makeup. God damn it. 
<laughs> get back together. Um, after the Falcon Lady broke her garter, Rhea Ripley goes into Super Saiyan mode, gets the win over Lara Valkyria when she hit the Riptide for the pin and the win. Oops. Uh, I hate to say it. She looked good. I she? enjoyed it. She did. I said, damn it, Falcon Lady. Fuck. I think that Damn was, it. Um, you know, how Seth came down. Baker, rather, excuse me. Yeah, how Finn came down to wrestle uh, Carmelo. They see something in Lyra to have Rhea come down and wrestle her. Uh oh. You sound like you're a million miles away. The gremlins tried to get us, but we fought them off. God damn it, gremlins. We were so close. Leave us alone. Yeah, we only got like five more minutes to go in this review. Um, but yeah, Lyra Vicaria right? was, was was very good in this match. She definitely impressed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, damn it, fine, I get it. Yeah. See, if they had done this before, before she did all her Falcon Lady things, I would have been rooting for her more. Well, they had to they had to see if they saw something in her first. You can't just get a match for Rhea and be unsafe. I mean, they could have done like this type of match that she's having, just not with Rhea. Oh. But like they pushed her so so far so soon. I was like, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> All right, but now again. All right. Uh, after the match, <laughs> Rhea says, "Prove her right and go beat up JC Jane." Again, JC Jane is like, why are we, why me? (laughs) (laughs) I just like to wear fedoras and gyrate. Why me? Well, because she was talking shit, remember? (laughs) And then Lyra came up to her twice and was like, yo, I'm not the one. I mean, everybody talks shit. She talks shit about everybody. But not everybody's advocating about beating everybody up. But oh well. Sucks to be you, JC Jane. Now you gotta die. Because Rhea decreed it. <laughs> so here comes. I did like though. It was really cool. Here comes Trick Williams and his uh, LL Cool J uh, attire, the red sweatpants, no shirt. Yes. Just missing the Kango. Yep. Uh, so here he comes to call out Dragonoff. Of course, it don't take but a minute because here comes Dragonoff. You heard his name. Yep. Here he comes. Uh, so Trick Williams hits him with a drop kick. Trick Williams throws him into the barricade. Trick Williams is getting the best of him. I mean, he's really putting it down. But then Dragonoff fights back, and uh, he gets starts to get the upper hand. He throws Trick in the corner, hits him with some rapid fire chops before hitting him with a big right hand to the face. Uh, he he does it a second time that like jumping, like form while. Uh, the same move he gave Dijak, but this time instead of to the back of the head, he did it to like the face of uh, Chick Williams. So he's getting ready to uh, hit Trick with a, another big move, and Carmelo Hayes runs in to make the save and catches a stray. Drops Carmelo, dragging off, promises to take the title. He holds it up on Sunday, and that's how we end the show. Damn it! Really good segment. I enjoyed Trick's outfit, clearly. Red looks great on him. And so do abs. So very much enjoy that. I like that Trick is getting more like um just like 
a little bit more independent and not just like um as like um a mouthpiece with Carmelo. So I just don't like that it seems like they're sowing the seeds for a breakup. I don't like that. That doesn't make me happy. But I do love a brawl. And this was good brawling. Why my man had to catch a stray because you want to be so hubris and how many strays has trick um caught because of Carmela? It's called friendship. Sometimes it happens. I was very disappointed in the way that this ended. So is this dragon? Because I was like, damn, where Carmelo at? And then he came out there and got dropped. And I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) Stayed in the bag. (laughs) I wish I didn't wish for this. (laughs) If he hadn't come, I would have been upset. You know how I feel about bad friends. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, I don't want, I don't want to have to say Carmelo was being a bad friend. He need to come out here because Trick clearly needs to help, but. Exactly. End up you can't be a bad friend. Mm-hmm. Especially since he was kind of defending you a little bit. So it's just like you gotta you got come out here, you better be a friend. Thank you for being a friend. I mean you got knocked out, but it happens. Next time you won't be. Learning pains. So is this dragging off descent into bad times? Is he kind of being evil now or is he just being dragging off Alexa fight? I think it's just being dragging off who likes to fight. I didn't see anything different than the guy we've always known and loved at this point. I mean, look, I mean, you know, we all, we, like you said, two against one, three against one, one on one. It don't matter. It, as long as, it, as long as it's a fight and it's physical and there's pain being dished out. As long as there's a promise of pain and fisticuffs to happen, drag up is like, I'm in there. Yeah, he's like, where do I sign up? The line starts behind me. Right. right. He don't care. He said, bitch, what line? I am the line. Let's right. fight. I am the fight. I am the drama. Let's yeah. go. He is a, he, he is, <laughs> Wesley ain't got nothing on Dragon off when it comes to a fighting spirit and just ready for whatever. Right. Wesley is like at a 10. Dragonoff is at like a 20 and a half. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> but that's what works with him, though, because he's so small. He's such an un. Yeah. You know, I mean, this match against Carmelo is more, you know, a little equal as far as height and weight and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I guess everybody else in WWE, man, that's his like. Um, equalizer is his is his heart and his willing to take punishment and and willing to walk through all of that mm-hmm. pain and punishment to accomplish his goal. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, just go back and watch the match against Gunther. That's all you got to do. Yeah, and that'll tell you everything about him. And they realize that about him. He realizes that about himself. And so mm-hmm. when he is a baby face, he is a, you know, you gotta fucking kill me to stop me type right. mentality. Don't care how many times he lose. He's like Judy from the Batter Girls Club because Judy wasn't afraid of nobody. She couldn't fight worth a lick, but she was not afraid of nobody. <laughs> and he can, he actually got hands. So he's, he's Judy and I don't give a fuckness, but like Nastasia with the hands because he knows how to fight. If anybody watched Bad Girls Club, you would understand that reference. <laughs> so, there's our go home episode for Great American Bash. 
Um, done a great job leading up to these matches. Like Miss Simi said, everything's made sense. Everybody's had a proper story, proper build. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of interest going into all of these matches on this particular card, like we previewed in the beginning of the episode. The card is stacked. Even the pre-show match is going to be worth watching. Usually we would say, say no to pre-shows, but I'm going <laughs> to reverse that and say, say yes to this pre-show. So support the right. metaphor, The Last Legend. Miss Jackson. Exactly. There's black girls up there. Yes. Support. support. <laughs> so check in this week's uh, Great American Bash uh, pre-show. And again, that is this Sunday. Uh, pre-show will be on at around 7. That match will probably come on about 7.30, 7.45. Uh, and then the main show will start at 8. So remember to use the hashtag NXTCast. Share commentary with color with us on the Great American Bash. Looking forward to all of the matches. And uh, should be, as Miss Simi says, a wang dang doodle of the time. Exactly. <laughs> now, I won't be in the place because I will be in full Beyonce mode, but it's going to be on Monday because I'm also in full vacation mode. <laughs> so I can watch all the things, stay up as late as I want to, and take all the naps. <laughs> so you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so right. excited. At this time, Miss <laughs> Simi, it's time for shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don. As always, shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons who paid a little extra to hear us talk some more and for me to lose my mind over things not making sense. If you listen to the <laughs> Patreon episode, you'll understand. <laughs> shout out to all you guys in the hashtag because I love reading your commentary. Extra shout outs to Tori Kelly because she went through some medical crises, but, you know, she left us a little a little sanctified letter to say that she's doing better. So oh, shout out to her. Yeah, She has some real serious stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. I say you will not take Tori Kelly. I say you will. You better not. You gotta, will not take. Got to give her RIP to Sinead O'Connor too. Yeah. Rest in peace to her. Mm -hmm. So, And also shout out to NXT as a whole for not making me lose my mind and feel like I'm tasting pennies <laughs> when you show me things. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm sorry, I lost my mind. AEW made me lose my mind, so I wanted to say thank you to NXT for doing the opposite of that. That's Appreciate it. That's because she hasn't converted over to watching Collision yet. She's still staying on Wednesdays. I won't. You will not get me. <laughs> CM Punk Phil. You won't get me. I'm sorry. That's too much. AEW watching is too much for me. It's too much. Can't do it. Well, thank you once again, Ms. Simi for joining me here on the NXT cast. Uh, thank you to everybody who joins us each and every week in the hashtag NXT cast when we do our live tweet, sharing our commentary with color with us. It's always a great time. Thank you to Miss Jade to the max, Mo to the underscore Reese and Samuel Kalunga for uh, helping me on the latest edition of the WrestleCast. We look back at SmackDown Matters, the Rawcast, and also the Mo Meltzer news segment. So please check out the latest edition of the Rawcast, uh, excuse me, WrestleCast with uh, lots of laughs to be had amongst the four of us. Uh, continue to rate and review the shows. Give us five stars on each and every podcast so we can get our mm -hmm. numbers up and people can see what we're doing out here. Don't forget about the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Get the extra content. Hear Miss Simi go on her rants and raves and her tangents on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> Talk about Britt Baker and Ty Valkyrie and their lack of chemistry mm -hmm. from this week. Um, 
Talked about Collision, Ricky Starks, CM Punk, and where they're headed there. So there's a lot of good stuff over there on the Dark Match. Always check that out for our Patreon page. Pay to five. Become a patron. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Miss V. Shout out to Jupiter Julep. Shout out to Terry's Boy and Winter Starwind. Shout out to Black Marvel, Black Allen, Quintessential R. Just everybody who's down with CSPN and the WrestleCast. We love all of your feedback. So live tweet and uh, continue to just rock with us. Remember, Great American Bash this Sunday, 8 p.m. So mm-hmm. use the hashtag, share your commentary with color. And until next week, for my co-host, Ms. Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. This has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you on the hashtag. champion is exactly what NXT needed. Now don't get it twisted. I agree with you. We need a new North American champion. Tonight. I got love and respect for you. But you, dum-dum, I got no love and no respect. You see, you stole that from me, and that's what you do. You steal things. You steal catchphrases. You steal your daddy's 619. You steal your other daddy's frog splash. And you stole my opportunity to become the new North American champion. It was going to be me that defeated Wesley, but, but last week this clown had to drop the ball. And, Thank you.